a playlist original. Coming soon. 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 Hey everyone, Jeff here from Films at Home. Thanks for coming back to the podcast and the YouTube channel today for another episode of Coming Soon. Now, Coming Soon's the uh, weekly episode where I cover what's coming out on Blu-ray and 4K this week, talk about some sales numbers, and also cover any relevant industry news. And today, we've got all three of those. I've got 4K and Blu-ray releases to go through for you so you know what's available. I've got some great sales numbers to talk about and some really interesting things. And then a couple of news stories that I want to make sure I touch on that aren't directly physical media home entertainment related but our physical media home entertainment collecting adjacent that I want to make sure uh, I cover so first things first jumping right in won't waste any time let's talk about what's coming out on blu-ray and 4k this week April 4th so first we've got two big releases from Warner Brothers celebrating the Warner Brothers 100th anniversary these are going to have their gold slip covers with the WB 100 logo and the first one is the Maltese Falcon on 4k obviously a very very big name movie an absolute classic one that everybody should see and I'm very excited to see for the first time in 4k this is a black and white one so i'm mostly looking towards hdr when i review it and i do have it right now warner brothers sent it early so i will be checking that out for a review on the channel also today cool hand luke on 4k which is another one i'm super pumped about great movie excellent performance by paul newman probably his best if you ask anybody and the 4k release of this have not seen it yet i have it on hand i'm gonna review it but I have high hopes for it. I have high hopes for it, and I have a kind of a high bar for that movie, so hopefully it matches up. Now, also on this day from Paramount, we've got a big uh, Star Trek The Next Generation 4K set. So uh, Paramount's done the other Star Trek movies, one through six in 4K, and I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I believe this would be seven, eight, nine, and 10 in the Star Trek series. But this is the Star Trek The Next Generation set. So you've got a box set with all four of those movies from The Next Generation, which you can buy. And then you've got Star Trek First Contact, Star Trek Generations, Star Trek Nemesis, and Star Trek Insurrection, which will all be available in individual 4K releases as well if you want to pick and choose some favorites. So you got the full box set, and then you got a couple individual releases that all share very similar artwork. Also coming out today is an upgrade from the Shout Select line from Shout Factory, and that's Midnight Run on 4K Blu-ray. They previously released this on Blu-ray. It had a pretty solid 1080p HD Blu-ray release, but now they're upgrading that to 4K. So we'll see how it looks. That's one that eventually I'll probably pick up. I'm not in a rush to because I do have the Blu-ray release, but if I can get my hands on it, of course, I'm always happy to review that and it'll probably be on my list to look out for in a sale at some point in the future. But if you're a fan of that movie, it is now getting the 4K treatment. The last thing on 4K is Cool Hand Luke again, but it looks like there's a, uh, a Steelbook limited edition that's coming out as well. So if you did want to pick that up, you have some packaging options. 
Now on the 1080p Blu-ray format specifically, we got a handful of uh, catalog stuff coming out, some newer movies and some TV shows that I want to touch on as well as some big box sets from Warner Brothers. So first from Disney, we have another edition of their Mickey and Friends uh, classic shorts, 10 more classic shorts from the Disney vault. This is volume two of that set. These shorts are from 1935 to 1952, so very early shorts. Uh, We also have The Big Easy. That is a release which is coming from Kino Lorber on Blu-ray. I don't actually know this movie. It's Dennis Quaid and Ellen Barkin. It looks like it's some sort of like romantic crime thriller, um, but I believe that's making a Blu-ray debut there from Kino Lorber. And then Kino also has a new film noir set. So if you've been loving their film noir, the dark side of cinema box sets, they have a new one with Undertow, Outside the Wall, and Hold Back Tomorrow. This is the dark side of cinema 12 Blu-ray set. So they have been going for some time on the film noir stuff, and they're clearly one of the best at it. Also from Paramount, we have Confess Fletch, which this movie just like got buried. It has John Hamm and Aubrey Plaza. And actually, from what I've heard, it's pretty decent. Like people have said that it's actually a, a pretty good movie and, and has good performances. And, you know, it takes the character of Fletch in a bit of a different direction. But I think it got buried on Paramount Plus, but it is now getting a Blu-ray release. So that's fun. Uh, also from Paramount, we're getting South Park, the complete 25th season crazy that that show's been on for 25 years and from our friends over at shout factory we're also getting a release of the early 2000s comedy envy now this one i think a lot of people have a soft spot for me not so much but i know a lot of people are excited about this it's ben stiller and jack black fun little comedy there i probably won't pick it up but i know it has a pretty solid following I also want to mention that Living with Chucky, that's a Blu-ray release of the documentary done by the daughter of the uh, main puppeteer for the child play series, who was the puppeteer behind Chucky. And she goes through and interviews other people who grew up around the franchise or worked on it over the years and talks about, you know, literally living with Chucky and their experiences uh, within this franchise. So if you're a big fan of child's play in that franchise, or maybe just horror movies in general, that's a cool one to check out. And then from Severin, we're getting a pretty sweet release. If you like bad movies uh wings of disaster the birdemic trilogy if you don't know birdemic it's like widely known as one of the worst movies of all time but sort of purposely so it's like it was made very cheekily like they knew what they were doing and it's now got a trilogy i didn't actually know this i didn't know there were three movies but severin films has all three of them in a really cool box set it's only like 45 bucks so it's not even a crazy price but you get all three birdemic movies so if you're into that this is a good one for you Now to round things out here, uh, if you're an anime fan, this is the only one on the list that I recognize, but Cowboy Bebop is getting a 25th anniversary Blu-ray release. Looks like there's a standard package and a pretty cool box set. So if you're an anime person, that could be a cool release. And then these Warner Brothers 100th anniversary sets are coming out. There's four different sets. Each of them have 25 films. Unfortunately, all Blu-ray, which I would have, this would have been a great opportunity to do 4K releases or big box sets like Columbia Classics. They don't have all these movies with 4K transfers, but there's basically four volumes. There's award winners. There is comedies, dramas, and musicals. There's fantasy, action, and adventure, and then thrillers, sci-fi, and horror. And it's a compilation of 25 movies from each of those genres in a big box set on Blu-ray. So if you're still buying Blu-ray, if you haven't upgraded to 4K yet, those could be kind of cool sets. The thing with buying those as a 4K person myself who's upgraded 
even if most of those movies have already come to 4k or even just a good chunk of them the chances are those are warner brothers like say best 100 movies so in the future the chances are like those probably would come to 4k at some point i don't know i just can't really justify uh spending the money on that and i i don't really i was looking through the list briefly i didn't see any that i was like okay absolutely need to have this release for that movie so I'd probably skip those, but, you know, definitely cool box sets if you just wanted maybe a consolidated set of the Warner Brothers stuff. I'm just not sure it's it's worth the cost there. So that's what's coming out on uh, Blu-ray and 4K, uh, a lighter week than usual. I actually, in past weeks, I've had to sort of cut this down. I pretty much covered every release that's coming out uh, this week. But now shifting over to uh, Media Play News and the sales numbers. So I was looking first at uh, top disc sales and this would be for the week ending 325 remember we're always a week behind on these sales numbers so we're talking about movies releasing on april 4th we're talking about sales numbers for the two weeks prior the week that ended uh last friday i believe the 25th march 25th let's double check my math saturday so it goes saturday to saturday but you're always a week behind so in this week we're looking at movies like megan we're looking at star trek uh strange new worlds we're looking at babylon uh that type of thing which we talked about a couple weeks ago now the number one movie was megan uh sold uh, uh, the number one seller for the week 51 percent on blu-ray 49 percent dvd so split right down the middle pretty much 50 50 people still buying dvds of a movie like megan i understand it but at some point hopefully we can get these people to upgrade and, and you know start to buy blu-rays but worst case at least they're buying physical media number two remained a man called auto so that had a pretty strong showing it was number two last week it was number two this week as well number three this one's unfortunate uh left behind rise of the antichrist which is just a dumpster fire kevin sorbo movie just guy who lost his mind with all the craziness of maga 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 over the last few years he he's lost it and that movie, it's there are religious movies and faith-based movies that are actually half decent. That one's trash. But it's number three because obviously he has a following. Only 23% sold on Blu-ray though, which makes me think most of those probably got picked up at some pretty backwoods Walmarts. Um, fourth that week, we had Star Trek Strange New World Season 1, which sold 58% on Blu-ray. Actually pretty good for a TV series. Dragon Ball superhero dropped down to number five but still top 10 and babylon came in at number six with 65 percent of blu-ray 29 percent of that being uhd now i should clarify in the past someone pointed this out to me when we talk about blu-ray share that does include 4k blu-ray so it's all lumped into one so for instance when i look at top gun maverick actually i i was saying like 75 percent of people bought that on blu-ray or 4k it's not the case 52 percent of people bought that on blu-ray or 4k 25 percent of that 52 percent was 4k 48 percent of people out there are buying top gun maverick on dvd it's wild um, but puss in boots is number seven that dropped down dragon slayer jumped way up with its new 4k release up into the eighth spot so that was good top gun maverick hung around and black panther wakanda forever rounded out the top 10. So. Megan, Megan won the week. That was a really good week for horror. Uh, big box office returns, huge disc sales. But if we actually look at the top selling Blu-ray discs only for this week, Dragon Ball Superhero is still number one. It held the number one spot 
back-to-back weeks. It's only available on Blu-ray, so all of its sales go to Blu-ray. But shout out to the Dragon Ball Z fans because, boy, are they keeping things going. And Crunchyroll has done some good releases and is selling a ton. Megan came in at number two, and then the rest of it sort of rounds out the same way. Star Trek, Babylon, Dragon Slayer with the new 4K, Puss in Boots, A Man Called Auto, everything everywhere all at once still remained high in the Blu-ray specific sales, and then left behind Rise of the Antichrist was at number nine because most of those sales were DVD. Also of note, Inland Empire from the Criterion Collection came in at the number 12 spot, sharing 22% of the market. Now for 4K discs and the best sellers this week, it's Dragon Slayer. Babylon's number two, so shout out to Paramount. If you look at this list, Paramount actually has six out of the top 10 or five out of the, uh, four, four out of the top 10. What am I saying? But three of them are new releases. So good on Paramount. We had Dragon Slayer, Babylon, and Red Eye, all from Paramount on 4K that cracked the top 10 list this week. Everything Everywhere All at Once dropped from number one down to number three. The Rocky Four Steelbook creeped back up into the number four spot with that re-release. And John Wick, the uh, new box set, Black Panther. And for some reason, Planet of the Apes Trilogy, I think that was because it had a sale on Amazon for like 15 bucks. So you can see what a sale price does. Planet of the Apes was 22 the week before, jumped up into the top 10 with a sale. And then we rounded out with Puss in Boots and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dropped out of the top 10 into the number 11 spot. And another quick note, Heat, which also was on sale, dropped from number six to number 12 now that that sale ended. So you can definitely see how sales uh, 100% affect what's selling each week. If a title goes on sale on Amazon, it can jump many spots in the charts and definitely gets a good chunk of sales. Now we talk total disc revenue for these. We go back actually three weeks. So we're back to the week ending uh, March 18th in this case, but um, pretty good week. We're only down 17% from last year and Blu-ray revenue was only down 1.8% from the same week a year ago. So some of those big titles like Dragon Ball, like Megan, like those 4K releases from Paramount, those drove Blu-ray sales. Blu-ray still making 10, 11 million dollars every single week for studios and boutique labels out there. DVD down 26% from the same week, still making more than Blu-ray though at 14%. So the market share is still in favor of DVD at 57% compared to 43% Blu-ray and that includes 4K as well. So DVD still remains the dominant format. Now, in terms of industry news this week, the first thing I want to touch on is the layoffs at Disney. So Disney uh, CEO Bob Iger, he said that they plan to lay off about 7,000 jobs in three different waves. And the first waves came this week and the next come in April. And then by the summer is the third wave. So this is all cost saving for them. That's what they're calling it, of course. Everybody's laying people off right now because they overhired during the pandemic and they thought that the that economy would just apparently last forever, which like anybody with more foresight than the six months out could tell that wasn't going to last forever. The streaming boom wasn't going to last forever. Theatrical stuff would come back. Like it just obviously wasn't going to remain at the same high levels and the parks didn't rebound as quickly as they wanted. Now, when it comes to home entertainment, physical media, uh, most of these layoffs were actually for Disney's TV production and acquisitions department. So that really speaks to like the issues that Disney Plus is having. They were doing so many different TV show productions, and I I believe that includes uh, stuff on Disney Plus, Hulu, um, ABC as well, like all that they were doing 
is hurting a little bit. And I think that's just because it's become too consumable. Like even season three of the Mandalorian right now is far behind season one and season two, because it just doesn't capture the same magic that the first season had. And people are tired of the same old, same old. And, you know, they've overextended that universe with the book of Boba Fett. I mean, remember there was an Obi-Wan show. Like, do people even remember that that happened? Like this stuff becomes so consumable that, that I, I, I don't know. People just aren't, they aren't hanging around on Disney plus they still have a ton of subscribers, but I think it's, they're hurting in that department. There was also some, um, layoffs in the world of, of Marvel as well. Uh, Marvel entertainment chairman was let go. Now he's really kind of just a figurehead. So that's not a big deal. Um, and then they fired their whole metaverse, uh, function. So I don't know what their plans were there. It sounds like they had about 50 employees who were, um, in charge of putting Disney in the metaverse. I think the metaverse has a little ways to go, but Disney basically said we're out and they pulled their whole thing. So that's what's going on at Disney. Nothing on the home entertainment side, nothing on the physical media side. Fingers crossed that none of those people get let go because they've already been stripped down and made into such a small team that they can't really afford to get let go or there won't be many people left. So hopefully they all hang on, but I'll keep you updated on that. The other thing I wanted to talk about, and this definitely pertains to collectors, I I assume if you're collecting movies, at some point or another, you've heard of Mondo and that poster business, that art business, and you've heard of Funko and Funko Pops, given that these are tied in pretty well to like physical media movie collectors. Now, the history on this is that Funko bought Mondo a few years back, and unfortunately, Funko had layoffs as well, and that was 10% of the company was laid off, which included the Mondo co-founders, Mitch Putnam and Rob Jones, and their senior creative director, Eric Garza, laid off from Mondo. So the original thought was like, okay, they are, they're shelling Mondo. They're gone. Like they're going to kill off Mondo. Then Brian Mariotti, who's the CEO of Funko, posted a message and he, he sent out this statement about Mondo. And basically his statement, it's a very corporate statement, but, you know, just said, yeah, yeah, we laid people off. There's a recent change in leadership, um, but the posters at Mondo are not going anywhere. It's going to continue. But he mentioned how making limited runs of posters, like 150 pieces, limits access to fans. And they were bought with the, the sole purpose of flipping them online on eBay. And they want to make larger print runs. Now, to me coming from a guy who runs Funko, that's pretty ironic because Funko is the same company that just dumped like millions and millions of their product into a landfill because they want to maintain some sort of perceived rarity of their products and they don't want their products to become a dime a dozen. Like they want them to be hard to get in some cases. They want them to be collectible. And if you had a million Funko Pops that you just gave away, that ruins the business model. So it's very ironic to say like, we don't like that business model of super limited posters when in fact Funko and the craziness around it, a lot of it comes from like their chase figures, their super limited edition figures, which are also being flipped online, sold for tons of money. And that's why people are going into stores and buying Funkos. Like they're collecting because they think that these are rare, these target exclusives, store exclusives, chase figures, like 
there's a perceived rarity of those that Funko plays off of and makes a ton of money off of. So why not let Mondo do the same thing, especially when, you know, the reason that they're doing these limited print runs, I think, is because they don't want to probably just cheapen their art. And there's there was probably licensing things too, like they're they're doing artwork for big franchises, but like it's no different than if you had like a, a famous painter who was like, I'm gonna do, you know, five hundred prints of my work that are, you know, original prints, and then, you know, anybody Joe Schmo can go to the store and buy the ten dollar poster version. Like those Mondo prints were high quality. I mean, they were artist prints, like that's why they were limited. I don't know. It just seems kind of crazy. And they just stripped the leadership and clearly they're going to make Mondo a corporate entity that just cheapens what they're doing because they're just going to sell it millions and millions and millions of times over, which means it has to be sort of able to be mass consumed, which means the artists lose their creativity and they lose their uniqueness and kind of makes the whole brand a little bit boring, to be totally honest. So I don't love it. I don't love the statement by the guy who runs Funko there. It is totally counterproductive to everything they're clearly trying to do with Funko, where they're trying to build up this collector mentality with this perceived rarity. And I just don't think it's going to work. So I wish all the best to Mondo. Uh, I hope these guys who co-founded such a great company that did great things can go and do something else. You know, maybe they're finally free from the corporate overlords at Funko and they can go do their own thing. Uh, But I wish them all the best. They did great. And it's a, it's a shame, you know, we'll see still to be seen where this goes, but I think it's a, a real shame what they've done to Mondo. So Hopefully it gets better. But anyway, that's this week. That's April 4th. That's uh, coming soon. So now you know what's coming to 4K. You know what's coming to Blu-ray. You know how the sales are going. You know how the industry's trending. And you know what's going on in the news. And hopefully this is all a nice little snapshot to uh, kick off your week. And hopefully it uh, helps you guys stay in touch and, and stay up to date with everything that's going on. So if you want more episodes like this, they're all on the podcast. They're all on the YouTube page. They're on every audio app. Make sure you're following, subscribed, all those fun things wherever you're listening or watching so you never miss an update. And of course, let me know in the comments what you guys think of this episode. Follow me on social media and make sure to check out all the different links in the description for ways you can support me. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of the week and I will talk to you very soon coming soon be sure to subscribe to the films at home podcast using your favorite app so you don't miss another episode and while you're there don't forget to rate and review this podcast which helps us out tremendously you can also help support us by watching our short form content over on youtube and tiktok by searching films at home follow us on twitter and instagram at films underscore at underscore home the intro and outro were created by elon osborne Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.